Stay right here and turn your outrage up. Chet Martin and C.V. Burton give patriotism a platform. From the voices that bring you freedom on deck, this is FOD Overdrive. But I've been silent for far too long. What will it take to rip the heart from your hate? This is Chet Martin of FOD Overdrive, the podcast sister show of Freedom on Deck, heard on 94.9 News Now, and Stimulating Talk every Saturday, 1.30 to 3. You can check us out over at freedomondeck.com. Go to 94.9newsnow.com. You get all the great listings there. We are doing a two-part interview here with one of the great callers from Long Island, which is where we're from, and I felt like it was a good idea to put it on the podcast in full stream. We have a special guest on the line right now, a gentleman from my own art, because he's a gentleman... From my area, Eastern Long Island, I've heard him on with Lee Elsie going back a few years and more prevalent now. He pretty much calls every day or every other day and has become one of the favorites really representing the conservative cause better. I'm talking about the one and only Dan from East Hampton, Long Island. Dan, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me on, Chet. It's um, awesome. I'm stoked to have you on. I think you're one of the best callers that Lee has right now. And and to get in touch with you was was something I wanted to do because you're from my hometown and I thought you did well as a caller. As we were talking about bringing you on, you said something very interesting. Uh, and it's something that I have said in the past, too. We were talking about calling into Lee Elsie, getting your voice out there. And you said, yeah, it, yeah. it can sometimes be a little intimidating, but we have to use it while we have it. Now, right. what did you mean by that? Do you, do you think it's going to get to that point? Because what I thought you kind of said was, look at this administration. Look at all that they're taking from us. Look at everything that's happening around us. And one day, perhaps very soon in the near future, our voice might be taken away. You know, if you remember back in the in the 90s, that's when I started kind of paying attention to this. Uh, there was that Oklahoma City bombing. You remember that sure. uh, Oklahoma yep. City building blew up. Uh, but, you know, the debris hadn't even landed on the ground yet uh, when Clinton was out blaming talk radio. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that? It was, it was like instantly as soon as the, the, the smoke hadn't even cleared. And it was it's this is rhetoric from talk radio. Mm. And he I, I had identified talk radio and the and the punditry going on on talk radio as being his primary political enemy at the time. Yep. And I don't think that's I don't think that's changed much. Um, I believe that uh, talk radio, you know, the, I came to the conclusion some time ago that uh, a, a well uh, expressed opinion is the most powerful thing in the world, a, a well conveyed opinion that you can that you can let other people know they can agree with you, you can sway people's opinions to your way of thinking and it starts to develop a certain kind of a momentum and i think there's a lot of power in that i'm sure that our founding fathers 
agreed with that. That's why they enshrined that First Amendment in the Constitution. And I think it's I think it's probably the foundational uh, constitutional uh, right that that people that are interested in bringing about tyranny or absolute monarchy or absolute communistic control over us would want to take away. And I think there's been plenty of evidence that that's what's going on. Yeah. Would you say? I mean, yeah, I think when 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 I go back to the '90s and the bombing, uh, I I do remember they were really pointing out Rush Limbaugh, and it got yes. to the point where Michael Savage was banned in Britain. Do you remember when that happened as well? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Right. Yeah, so they took his voice away, uh, and that's I I agree with you. It can happen here, and the reason I think that really what Clinton was doing at the time. Was they really have a? It's been monopolized as far as you know, TV, uh, the political channels. What we have, Fox. I mean, you 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 have to have a certain uh, network to be able to watch Newsmax or any of the others. They're not big. They own CNN, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, MSLSD. You know the whole the whole <laughs> nine. And we yes. have that one television station that I don't even everyone says Fox is conservative and I disagree I think they're shifting the other way very rapidly and we still but the one thing we still have is talk radio and for some reason the left has not been able to corner the market on on talk radio and I think that's because they came in late in the game you remember they did Air America it failed Uh, you know NPR nobody listens to NPR it just never works as far as real liberal talk and I think I think talk radio has been a good vehicle for us to get the conservative message out there. If we lost that, forget it, Dan. I, I don't know where we'd get uh, any kind of uh, similar thoughts to what we're talking about right now, aside from talk radio. I mean, look at look at what just happened on Fox, right? Uh, Tucker Carlson comes out with the January sixth uh, videos. Like, yeah. just put put out the videos that are there. I mean, there's 40,000 hours of them, right? right? And and everybody starts shrieking how you got to shut him down. And the most egregious of those would be Chuck Schumer, who is a person that I've really grown to detest. Me too. Uh, being a New Yorker, I just when his voice comes oh. on, I just start yelling oh, at the radio. I, I can't I can't take him anymore. He was openly threatening Fox News. He was openly threatening the network called out Rupert Murdoch from the floor of the Senate to tell him to shut Tucker Carlson down for, for putting out those videos. That is disgraceful. These are people that are sworn to uphold the Constitution of the United States. Him doing that disqualifies him instantly, in my opinion. This is the same guy, by the way, that called out uh, Gorsuch, remember? Uh, yes. You're going to reap the whirlwind. Yes. And he's the one who said, uh, you know, they got nine ways to Sunday to uh, he right. He told him uh, yes. Trump about yep. uh, Trump, right? Trump nine ways to Sunday. Yep. This, this is like a deep state operative. Oh, and yeah. what they want to do is to shut down our rights to speak. I have no doubt that if they could do it, they would. But, you know, fascist societies, they don't really take they don't really shut it down. What they do is they take control through regulation. Now, notice how fast Tucker stopped brought. You know, you think he ran out of material? No. Out of 40,000 hours, you think he only planned to do one or two little releases and then that was it? No, I don't think so either. No. Uh, They got people in jail based on a trumped up 
charges, uh, you know, that happened that day. Was it right? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Should because they have been there? But how is that shaman guy still in jail? It's, uh, after you see that. After, yeah, after the escort. And the thing is, to say, is it right? Should they be there? Well, we don't know because we don't we don't hear from these people and they don't have representation. It, you know, it it's so crazy to me. Once Twitter was taken over, once it was bought away, um, and yeah. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on his name, Tes- Mr. Tesla. E- Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk. And he's not my favorite person either, but, um, you know... Elizabeth Warren gets on, I hear her on the radio, and like you said, nails on the chalkboard, I want to turn the dial, but I wanted to hear what she said, and she basically said, oh my God, we can't just let him take take over and let everybody back on Twitter. I'm like, and, and this is the crazy thing, Dan, it's not that, that they were upset and thinking that they were going to be deplatformed, which didn't happen. That never happened. They were upset because some of the voices that were taken down from our side of the aisle or our way of thinking were put back up. That's what they were upset right. about. They're upset that we have a voice. They don't want us to have a voice. Simple as that. You know, I, I would say, Chet, you probably agree with me, I, to probably most of what I'm about to say, but that is that we believe that these rights come from God. Yeah. We have the right to speak freely and to speak the truth, whether or not there is a constitution. That's right. Right. The constitution does not grant us rights. It merely limits the government's authority to trespass on those rights. So if there was no constitution and there was no America, the founders stood around there in that condition. There was no constitution. There was no America. And they said, wow, what is the 100% antidote to tyranny? Right. They, They were trying to come out from tyranny. And they said, well, you got to have the right to uh, worship and and uh, believe how you want. You have to have the right to speak and free press. You got to have your guns. Right. You can't you got to have uh, you, your privacy has to be respected on and on. They went on this list. And the, yes. and the Constitution, the Bill of Rights portion of the Constitution is this part that is the 100 percent antidote for tyranny. Right. You, if you if you you cannot have a tyranny and have those rights at the same time. That is why they are relentlessly gunning for these rights. And now, as we sit here today, there's not a single solitary American that does not believe that they are marked if they say something. Like many of the things that we just said, uh, you you feel like uh, you're going to get blacklisted. You're going to get shadow banned. You're going to get investigated. Um, You know, people, the IRS relentlessly plagues uh, right wing people. people uh, groups and talk oh, sure. shows, right so yeah the, you, there's not a single one of us that does not believe like you, you watch what you text on your phone you watch what you say on the phone right this is the most horribly un-american sentiment that we're having and you know people say oh you're crazy you're, you're paranoid i have to say you can never be paranoid enough to keep up with the truth right? that's true Look at, they used phones and people's social media and social records in order to round them up to find out whether or not they were at the January 6th uh, demonstration, whether they went into the Capitol and so forth. You, right now, if you want to get your – this is a joke. If you want permission to carry a gun in New York, they want all your social media accounts. They want to comb through your social media to find out whether or not you should be allowed. 
right? Whether you have views that are antithetical to the government or not, right? So th these are these are hard, horribly and grotesquely un-American and unconstitutional infringements. On, this is just the First Amendment we're talking about. I mean, it's really hard not to spill into the others because let's face it, Without the other ones, no one of these rights stands. I mean, you can have whatever opinion you want. You can say whatever you want, but it doesn't mean anything if you can't defend it or defend yourself like we were sort of sharing before. How many threats have you got in your life? How many um, attempts, you know, how many how many times have people wanted to shut you down or try to go around and make something happen to you to, mm. to get you off the radio or get you off the air or get you banned from social media yeah. or get or some other thing? Yeah, uh, this, this is like a uh, mob rule and it's and it's like the useful idiot communist mob rule is like unleashed on you these little commie bots and you, are and, and on I you. and I think you would agree with me there's oh, I I've always had uh discussions with folks on the left uh, you know I'm from eastern long island yeah. they seem to have gotten more unhinged over the last few years uh, which is a worry for me. It seems like you can't really talk to anybody about politics anymore. If you bring Trump up, everybody's head explodes. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's not all because of Trump either. This is just a yeah. built-up toxic part of the American political body right now that shouldn't be. Right. You know what happened, Chet? We, we, as soon as we were able to not have commercials on our radio station, yeah, everyone got in their own echo chamber. That's right. True. Nobody sat down anymore and watched the evening news. Right. They sat down and watched their news feed on and their phones. This, uh, you remember this? Uh, this was kind of um, famous lady in uh, media. I can't remember her name, but she was saying, what is this? Uh, what is this uh, Newsmax story doing on my feed? I can't believe. Remember how apoplectic she was that uh, that a Newsmax story came up on her on her uh, on her media feed for, right. for a story. Right. It's like unbelievable. Like people are shocked if, if some if some contrary opinion to theirs comes up. Now, I, I have to say, I I wasn't always a conservative or I, I feel like I stayed the same mm. and conservatism sort of rotated until it, it did. until it lined up with how I felt like I used to be more what you would call sort of radically left even uh, because back then. The radical left was defending your right to speech, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was the ACLU came out and defended Howard Stern and Jimmy Swaggart, right? They yeah. would stand up for anybody's right to say anything, and that's how it's supposed to be. Now the radical left just wants to shut down everything that you say that disagrees with them. It's like a – it's a fascist takeover. It's not really communism. It's really more fascism. They'll let you be there, but they – but they're going to be they're going to have the hand up your back to to uh, like you're a puppet to make you say what they want you to say. And there's no more concept of absolute truth anymore. It's their truth or his truth or her truth, like it's all subjective. But I happen to be of the opinion that there is an absolute truth. I would say that it's God and I would say that's who those rights come from and that they shouldn't be able to be taken away. But but they are gunning for them every minute of every day. And I don't even know how you stand against that kind of a tyrannical onslaught. You 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 stand by, well, I mean, you know, it, it eventually turns into you fight. I mean, that's what it ultimately becomes. Right now, you know, we're in a pressure cooker, and there's not much more time to go before it explodes. And that they, yeah, they, I, mean, they, I mean, they're bringing us to that cliff anyway. 
and 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 the other part of it all is too, Dan. You know, I've had, I've had gay, I've had every type of uh, of uh, creed, every type of race on my show. The minute anybody goes against anything the left has to say, or if they come to our side, or if they say. I'm a gay man that supports Trump, which one of our all-time great guests, Xander Gibb, did, God rest his soul. Uh, They piled on him. They attacked him. And at one time, he was a darling of theirs. He would do liberal shows. But once he started to come over a little bit, once he said, I'm looking at Trump, I think I'm going to vote for Donald Trump. Dude, they attacked him so much. It was (laughs) the end of it. It's unreal. And it's like, you know, they sit, they really do sit in an echo chamber. And if you say anything that sways away from what they're saying, and it's not just Donald Trump, and people need to remember that. It's Donald Trump now, but in a couple years, it's going to be you. It's not only going to be Donald Trump. It's anything that, that you represent as the other side, they will attack you, and if they can, they will silence you, and they will put you in jail without representation, just like those people in Washington, as we're talking about right now, Dan. Yes, and that's the message. I mean, that's the message loud and clear, Chet. You know that that's the truth, is that those people are there under the jail yeah. without even being able to see lawyers or see family. Some of them are, were in solitary until they actually became mentally ill. I mean, uh, the treatment is horrendous. It's like a gulag, you know, and and what's happening is that the message is loud and clear to us. You're you're not allowed to stand up. Right. And and, but you know what? You know, we're kind of trained to say we don't advocate for violence. But I have to tell you something, man. Jordan Peterson, I believe it was who said it. He said, you got to you got to also be dangerous. You know, you have to be you have to be dangerous. You have to you can't just be a pushover who's just going to sit here and have theories. You have to also be willing to defend your opinion, you know, and I'm I'm not saying we should start it. uh, But, you know, there's got to be some kind of line that gets crossed where people where people defend themselves. There there has to be. Right. I mean, I I think I think the, the tough part of it is there are folks and and God bless them. They say we have to be able to sit down and have a discussion and talk. We need to reach out. And that's always coming from conservatives. And I've said to them multiple times, it's over. That is gone. That's gone. It's long gone. I appreciate the fact that you want to do that, and I would love to do it too. But the fact of the matter is they don't want that anymore. You are not their friend anymore. You are their enemy. And if you don't realize it, you will. And it's not just Donald Trump. It'll be them too, man. I know it. I know it. You know, it's, it's not even like it, there's no ability left in people to hear the other side anymore. And I don't think it's just a left-wing problem. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's over both the, both the political – all over the political thing. It's not – it's a societal problem. It is. Right. Yeah. People are not. It's almost like they fly into this sort of um, autistic hair tearing rage and need to go to their safe space and get their coloring books. If they hear something contrary <laughs> to what they. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, oh, it's like you got to re- you got to you got to get the coloring books out. You know, just look at do your coloring books and calm down. Deep breaths. It's like oh, for what? Just because somebody said. You know, we should have free speech or they voted for Trump or 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 any number of things, you know, but it but 
what's alarming to me, and this is the most alarming thing to me, that there'll be two newspapers right on the newspaper stand, right? And one will say, you know, uh, Biden the clown blows it in Mideast foibles, Yeah. right? Yeah. And the other newspaper sitting right next to it will be, Biden kicks ass and takes names in the Middle East, <laughs> right? There's no, there's no, like everything is spin. And Biden everyone... forgets daughter's name and drools on himself. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. It, it, it's so sad. I mean, it's so. It's, no, you're you right. Believe the the top, like the top four people in the land. You know, right it, now. And, and, and a good friends. example is, you know, if if you listen to Lee on Wednesdays, he has Laboutier on, and I yeah, I, yeah. I I hate that guy. But I mean, every <laughs> week it's Joe Biden's doing a great job. Anybody that thinks Joe Biden is doing a great job, I mean, even if you are a Democrat and you voted for him. You gotta admit that he he is he's in shambles right now. There's there's no reason to try to defend him, and I don't, and I think you would agree with me. He's not making any decisions, but his voice is not well represented for the people he is supposed to represent. I mean, it's 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 insanity it's to 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 watch him speak. I get so in, I get so tense. You know, he had that a State of the Union speech. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm going to try to listen to what he has to say. I had to shut it off. So bad. I, I couldn't because I get so anxious. I'm waiting. The guy is like I said, it's like you remember that Eddie Murphy skit where he's falling down the stairs and he's Aunt Bunny like, yeah, boom, 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 boom. Oh, my God. Lord Jesus, I'm falling down the stairs. But, you know, it, his, his sentences, <laughs> you know, I'm not a very I'm not a, like a very fluent speaker or anything, but his his sentences, they're clipped. The words are clipped. He's slurring. I'm like, I feel like any minute the guy is going to make a total bumbling fool of himself any minute. And this did is you, the guy did you see the poem? Did you see him read the poem? I'll, oh, I'll I, send it to you. He goes, let me start over. And then he makes the same mistake. I'm like, stop it. Just stop him. Somebody go up there and stop him. And when you see and, you know, man, I'll say this, too. You know, despite the fact that sometimes Donald Trump can be very boisterous. He's loud. He's a bull in a china shop. He spoke to the to the media every day. He spoke very, to the journalists every single day. He spoke yes, to them. He did. This guy, you, I, I don't know when. When do we hear from Joe Biden? And then when we do hear from, him, we find out that they constructed a studio to look like the Oval Office. Did you hear about that? Yes, it's I like, did. What yeah. are you? They, and they're admitting it. I'm like, they're talking about it on TV, like it's a normal thing. It is not normal. Yes, they have it set up to him because they have his hospital bed sitting right next to that uh, fake Oval <laughs> Office. It, that, Dan, I don't know how the hell anybody can see this as anything that's completely bizarre or just out of the ordinary. But it's bad. It's for bad for this country. It's incredibly bad, and you know, for a little while, you you were getting you were getting like snippets of him and Kamala, and uh, and Nancy Pelosi, the top three seats in the land. They were at the time, not and and in a day, they everybody there were sound clips from them every day. They couldn't even make sentences. I know, not one of the three of them. I mean, these are the people sitting in the high, and you and and we wonder why why is Russia making a move on Ukraine. Okay. It's, weak. That's obvious. it's weak. It's weakness. Why, why are they there after, after that debacle in Afghanistan? And, uh, and why is, why is China making that move, making a move over uh, Taiwan because of weakness? The United States is, 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 
displaying an obscene amount of weakness. And if you say anything about it, oh, God help you. So this is what I say. If you the, you call in, right, I, I've, I have found that by calling into the show and saying something, getting it off my chest, yeah. I feel better. Yeah, I feel like because you know what it is. There's no there's no outlet for it. You know, I this this little kind of saying clicked in my head a while back. You know, it's ballots or bullets, right? Yeah. So if if the ballots are not honest, if the elections are not honest, and and they can't be trusted, then people are going to resort to force. It's 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 inevitable because we you know back in tyrannical days the peasants would revolt. They would get their pitchforks and they would march in and they would revolt. Absolutely. Like you're seeing, you're seeing this happen in European countries now. The farmers are revolting um, with the tractors, the truckers in Canada. Look what they did. They shut off their bank accounts. They, I mean, the attacks are, in, are crazy. And when what I've, you know, what we've covered on with our show with Reggie Littlejohn and Lee actually had her on last week as well. The vaccine vaccine passports that are good. You know, they are going full steam ahead. And unfortunately, a lot of this stuff, of course, in the the bills that they're being hidden in, nobody knows about it, man. And this all gives all our information to the WHO, Dan. It's crazy. crazy. There was a bill on the floor of the New York Senate that allowed for forcible removal of anybody deemed to be a health risk. Right. It it was shirking from the floor. They didn't vote on it because it got I think it got too much press. But uh, they were forcibly they were going to forcibly remove you, imprison you and treat you, which meant they were going to forcibly vaccinate you. Right. Without Mm -hmm. any warrant, without any cause, without any trial. This was this bill was on the floor. Now, we have to never let these people forget the tyranny that we just endured under this pandemic thing i remember standing outside i was in uh, sag harbor outside the corner bar mm-hmm. and and outside everyone had their masks on there was police tape on the benches we had to stay six, six feet apart it was crazy but inside the corner bar if you had your vaccine passport they were eating burgers watching the game drinking beers it was a party going on inside and i was standing outside the glass looking in there and i thought oh my god this is the system that they want. Yeah. This is the tyrannical system. They're yep. going to extend rights to people that obey, and they are going to take rights away from people that won't comply. And and it and I've never this tyranny is. And when I saw that, it jolted me awake, and I feel like I can't rest really anymore unless I say something to try to wake people up because we don't get from here to a concentration camp. All of a sudden, it's no. not like one day the train pulls up to your house and they're like, all right, give us your guns and get in the train. And you were going to a concentration camp. <laughs> it it, ta- it slowly happens. They make your gun illegal. You bring it to them and turn it in with your own two hands because you don't want a felony. Slowly but surely, you give up the rights. This idea that there's going to be martial law and they're going to come house to house is not what's going to happen. People are going to slowly, they're slowly being demoralized. They're slowly being worn down until they totally comply. And then they and, will and, take those people that we talked about that we can't sit down and have a discussion with, and they'll lead them to our doors. Right. The Look at the doxing that happens. Yep. They let out people's address and email, and, and they, I mean, they take away their jobs. They burn S- their Sitting congressmen and, and justices are I getting doxed. It. I know it. That that whole thing with the uh, where they were 
uh, trying to bring in the Supreme Court justices and uh, they were being threatened and there were demonstrations out the, outside the House and they weren't enforcing the law about protecting the Supreme Court justices. Yeah. They were like, oh, well, they're just saying what they say and doing what they do. How can the, all those cities burn down? How can all of those people be killed in the streets and not one arrest is made? For all of that BLM and Antifa stuff that was going because, on there. Because you know why. Well, but Joe Biden said Antifa is not real. It's just an idea. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, well, you know, an idea is going to be down. really powerful things. And I think that's what that's what I basically meant when I said you have to. Yeah. You have to say something. We have the luxury of opening our mouth right now. And we, have, and little, we outnumber them despite what they want you to think. We outnumber them. If we ever got off our asses and came together. It'd be really dangerous for them, believe me. Look at the maps, the county maps of the country by by red and blue counties in the in the United States. The whole country's red. I know. There's no blue. There's no blue wave or blue majority. We are the we are the majority. How is that possible? Do yourself a favor though, and think about getting out of New York. I'm getting out of uh, here this year. I I can't do I it know. anymore. I wish I, I didn't have to say that, Dan, but I can't. I believe it. I, I mean, look. Uh, Long Island is super liberal, you know, we know from living here, but on the street level, yeah. even amongst the Latino community, which we have a huge illegal uh, immigrant yeah, yeah. population yep. big, here, big they're conservative. I know, but, they I, could, when but I nobody, open my mouth I know, and start talking, I, I can't even find a Biden voter. I mean, I know they must be ashamed of themselves. At least I hope they are for the things that are happening in the country. Where the heck is this majority that voted this guy in? It's just simply... Doesn't it, be it, true. it doesn't exist. It Don't can't you be get true. to tell me that 81 million people voted for him? Anyone that believes <laughs> that is mildly, I'm not going to say it because this is a family show. I'm not going to say it, but, you, but I, you can put whatever you want there. How about that? Dan, I do have to end this one. Great job, dude. We'll bring you back on the program soon. And thank you very awesome. much, my man. Okay, we'll get you back on. Thanks, thanks so much, Chad. I really love it. Thank thanks. you. Everybody, that is Dan from East Hampton. They say Dan on Long Island when it comes to Lee Elsie. We've got a lot more show to go here on Freedom on Deck 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk Foxy Radio.